up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. All right. Bring a song and a smile for the banjo. Good morning. It is the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas, which makes it all of the world, as I'm told. I'm Cody Ryan, sitting in with me this morning, the infamous T.A. Grainy. The J is, the J is silent. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. The uh, sun coming up. Golly, look at that. Post-cold front behind you with the most, I mean, picturesque, perfect, orange, red, yellow, green, purple, blue sky. Somehow that equals maroon, <laughs> not burnt orange. And uh, did you see that moon coming was in? That, I'm, you know what I was thinking on the way here? I'll tell you what I was thinking about that moon. I was thinking that it is a shame for anybody who doesn't get up early in the morning and get to see the sunrise. Yeah. That moon, it's gone. Oh, it's gone, yeah. I mean, it By just, the time we got to the bunkhouse. It was gone. It was gone. And But when I got in my truck to that head was, over. That was as huge. big. The moon was as big as I've ever seen it. And you know what my thought was? Not, what a shame if you don't get up early. My thought was... Oh, crap. I've never seen the moon that big. I hope we didn't, like, swing off our axis last night. (laughs) Now we're just a big earth floating. (laughs) We're not spinning right anymore. We're just kind of floating out there. We're going to crash into the moon. (laughs) Dude, that's pretty weird. Total disaster. crash and burn here well we are the number one outdoor show on radio and i want to say thank you to salt dog he's the ranch hand that gets here to the ranch ahead of us make sure the gate gets swung open and make sure the old potbelly stove is cranked back up and pour some water over the old coffee grinds and it gets uh gets cold up in here and you know i'm thankful for him to get up here and it it hadn't gotten you cold gotta have just, just now Winter just hit on a on a on a good ranch. 
you got to have good ranch hands, and your buddy's got to be willing to do the work that it takes to make sure that a ranch can operate and doesn't just, you know, you see a, a gate off or a fence that needs something or something at the bunkhouse, you need something fixed. You just need a guy who's going to just, you don't want guys at your ranch that aren't going to just stop and fix it. Or, you know, you see a piece of trash on the ground, stop and pick it up. And, uh, so I just, I just really appreciate salt dog and his commitment to, amen to that. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I wanted to bring up something that, um, so this weekend, today, neither you nor Beefsteak. Yeah. So Beefsteak is the fourth uh, musketeer, the fourth amigo who is not here with us. and um, Fourth but, wheel. <laughs> yes, the, that's good. Right. Uh, it's not a three-wheeler, it's a four-wheeler. <clears throat> and we... Uh, and he's not here with us. Um, Beefsteak is, you know, um, he's in charge of a bunch of stuff that makes this uh, bunkhouse happen. But neither one of you guys were supposed to be here. You were supposed to be fishing Southern Bass Champs open event on um, Amstead. Amstead. And uh, Amistad. Amistad. And he is it. supposed to be here as well. Or no, he was supposed to be on a youth hunt. But first of all, um, you got blown out, and we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about that here in the yeah. next segment. Yeah, but tournament it, canceled. Tournament canceled in advance. Like what? Earlier this week. Yeah, very, very unusual. Very unusual. And then, um, and so you didn't just fill the weekend with um, other stuff. You you know, kind of took it as okay. I I need to. Look and see what I got going on. Um, but Beefsteak had a um, youth hunt on a brand new ranch where he was doing a Texas youth hunting program and a KOZ combined hunt. He has six uh, kids and six mentors going on this hunt. And uh, and he had all his usual guys that were going to be doing it with him. Yeah. But he had to uh, his uh, sister-in-law passed away unexpectedly mm. and he had to put all that stuff off and it really made me think about <clears throat> and and uh Rosie was his sister-in-law she did so much for so many people so often she cooked dinner for our Tuesday night men's bible study and just mm. she was a, you know just so sweet and it was so unexpected but I just what what it made me think of was how many times us guys <clears throat> that there's things that are going on in our lives where we need to stop, drop, and roll. We need to maybe don't push in and go to the ranch that weekend. Maybe not, you know, sit on the couch and watch that football game or whatever it is. Right. Because there's something more important that's right in front of us that we need to deal with. And I think God honors that when we pay attention to those kind of things going on around us. Because <clears throat> it's so easy for us to get self selfishly get involved in things that really, when it comes down to it, have zero value. You're just going to get right into it now, aren't you? Well, I'm just talking. I'm just preaching it, baby. Okay. Um, 
So I just wanted to say that, and and I, you know, I want every one of these shows that we do to have some value. I want Salt Dog to know he's appreciated. I want Don to know that his choice, making that choice to, you know, make sure he's there with his family and and taking care of that situation. That that's an honorable thing, and and for guys out there that are listening to us to know that you know there are times when we pull off of the things that we want because we do them for our family, our kids, our friends. Right. And, uh, and those are the things that carry the value. So there you go. Oh, How about that? I just thought we were going to talk hunting and fishing. That'll preach. Just thought we were going to talk hooks and bullets here. Uh, shout out to all those folks out there that are driving to the, uh, driving to the schoolhouse or to the church office, church building, and putting together all the parts and pieces for a good Sunday morning church service. They're setting up the parking lots. I know every time we leave out of the bunkhouse, we see those folks standing in the parking lot, waving people in, and it's 31 degrees. Yeah, finally, it got cold. What is this about? So I'll tell you what cold is. I just flew in from Oklahoma, and we're going to talk about this here at some point during the show. Flew in from, from Oklahoma where... Uh, yesterday morning I was in the goose blind and it was take them boys Dang it. sound like a goose uh-uh not oh. at all okay um anyway I, I uh saw, saw dogs laughing because he, he knows what a no. goose sounds like no. um it sound like something. but anyway it was it was super windy we're in Oklahoma not that either. No, just stop. Okay. okay. Uh, the it was super windy. <laughs> the tit, it was bl- blowing s- snow. Yeah, and um, there were no heaters in these goose blinds. What? No, it wasn't that kind this of part time operation. Oh no, this was a they real, cooked bacon in there. This was a real. There was no cooking, no nothing. It was just duck killing. Yeah, and uh, little these dug were the, in deals. No, it was a blind. It's kind of like a pop-up blind. Yeah. All the way, you know, but it was a rectangle, and they had grass up against it all the way around, and then grass kind of making a, a roof kind of yeah, part yeah. to it. And um, and you just... There was... <laughs> That's what it sounded like? That was just a, what it sounded like inside the duck blind yesterday. Oh, man, I missed him. Oh, God, it's cold. It's cold. I'm cold. And it, it was, it was, you know, single digits, yeah. high wind, blowing snow. Um, but there was just something. And I'm not, not a duck hunter, not a goose hunter. And I, I was with the guys who care not about any of that. They're yeah. in their jeans and, you know, their jacket and they're out because they're, they're just passionate about goose and duck hunting. Right. But, dude. When you got 300 lesser geese, there's lesser and greater. Right. And these were the smaller Smaller of the two. Right. But when you got 300 of them just flying over the top of you, just squawking and circling and then cupping and coming into your decoys. Listen to you. Man. I was just like. Talking about 
cupping and you learned all the verbiage and everything oh man i learned all about how you put cupping your, in your deeks bruh yeah hey man you got them coming in the hole between the deeks and <laughs> hey, oh that's where you want to be oh man it, no it was um and to go from that and then hop on a plane fly home and yeah uh to a bowl of homemade chili and cornbread yeah hey man Come all on. right Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. We'll talk more about that coming up. Goose hunting. TJ was goose hunting on his first ever full-time goose hunt. No, that's not it either. Look on, uh, look on. We'll talk a little bass fishing on the flip side. Plus, we got your news of the weird coming up. A great interview uh, coming up top of the hour with a young man that's... Uh, mullet we'll tell, man. Yeah, we'll tell you more about that coming up. The mullet man live in the bunkhouse coming up at 8 o'clock. Stick around. Only one place right here. 1049 The Horn and 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Walk along the river, sweet love, just keep All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is not in the house with us. Uh, <clears throat> Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated. Sun Automotive offers a full range of repairs and maintenance for all types of vehicles. Each and every person Sun Automotive that works at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do. Sun Auto hires ASE certified techs to repair and maintain your vehicle. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, Sun Auto Service is the place to go. They have uh, locations all around Central Texas. The one that we go to is the, that we call our family location. It's the one at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go to sunautoservice.com for details. You can find them on Facebook, too, where you can find lots of great deals. Uh, sunautoservice.com. So a bunch of stuff going on in the fishing world. Well... Not really so much stuff going on in the fishing world. I just so I the I, anyway. I started this bl- uh, this vlog series that I was going to do this year. Yeah, you're a right? YouTuber, dude. Yeah, I'm like I've got like 33 followers. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm one of and, them. And uh, thank you because <laughs> I can't tell who is. Uh, so I started this vlog series that I'm going to do every other week. Uh, or twice a month. I haven't decided whether it's going to be the 1st and the 15th or every other week, every other Tuesday. But uh, either way, follow along, Cody slash Granny. I don't know what it is. Cody Ryan Granny. Uh, we need to make a link on the Outdoor It's on my Facebook and all that stuff. Well, but yeah, anyway, we'll but anyway it it'll be deep into its Texas Tournament Talk is the series that I'm going to do. And uh, I'm going to yeah, rundown of tournaments going on around Texas, 
what was won, crazy stories, behind-the-scene drama, uh, some stuff like that. So I do the first one. I give a report of what's coming up in the tournament world and everything that I reported on coming up on Tuesday and posted that very first vlog basically felt like it got canceled on Wednesday by all the tournament series that I talked about. But in good, uh, you know, for good reason. Bass Champs canceled Amstead. We talked about it briefly in the last segment this weekend. It was supposed to be yesterday was the first South Region tournament. They postponed it until June, I believe, uh, June or July, and uh, because of the winds. I mean, if you were around yesterday, you knew that those, you know, they were predicting 40, 50 mile an hour gusts down south, and uh, you get that north, northwest wind down there on Lake Amstead, and it turns into a, I mean, it's just not safe. It's not Man, safe. Man, well, I've seen, that's the one place, and I know it happens other places, Yeah, but those south winds, yeah, uh, we have seen them come over the bow of the boat. Yeah, down south. And, oh, man. Yeah. That they get rolling. Scary. They get rolling. So it was a good call by Bass Champs. Go ahead and call it early, early in the week, you know, before everybody did all their traveling down south. <clears throat> you know, guys coming from all over the state, all over. I mean, some guys fishing from other states to uh, come in and fish Bass Champs. And uh, so it was a good call. Do it early. And they did. And I'm, I'm just happy that the wind actually blew yesterday. <laughs> you know, uh, it's happened many times before they'll not bass champs per se, but a tournament will, will make a decision like that. And then, you know, the weather changes completely. Uh, that is a tough call uh, when you're doing it that far in advance. Golly, it is, but it's true. You know, they had to do it. They had to do it because of the travel. Um, so good call on bass champs. Great call on bass champs. Uh, they also postponed the <clears throat> next weekend, the opener for Sam Rayburn. They went ahead and postponed and pushed it back till June or July, uh, because of the high water. So now Humphreys Pavilion, where the FLW tour was, went out of a couple of, a week or two ago, uh, is now that they closed the pavilion down. Um, and really, there's no other facilities with the water as high as it is. There's no other facilities that have enough parking and can can put on a tournament uh, of that magnitude. And uh, they closed it down because of the high waters, and it's just becoming tougher and tougher to uh, access. You know, the boat ramps are flooded. So I, I just was thinking about this and thinking, holy cow, what a change from even just a year ago. The conversations we were having about lakes and tournaments. They were canceling tournaments, not Bass Champs, just tournaments in general across the state of Texas because there wasn't enough water or you couldn't get in a lake or they were moving lakes, tournaments from different lakes because there wasn't water. The ramps were out of the water. The parks were closed because there was no water access to now we're canceling because there's too much water. <laughs> we can't, we can't keep can't. up. So you give it give it three years. Yeah. Maybe two. But give it three years. Back to drought. You'll be right back where we were. Because <laughs> that's the way it works here, right? I mean, how yeah. long have we been doing this show? Well, I didn't realize Sam Rayburn's really a flood control lake. You know? I, I mean, I we know Travis is, right? It goes up 
20 feet down, 20 feet up, 30 feet down, 40 feet. It varies so much. But Sam Rayburn's actually a flood control, and they can't release the water that they need to because downstream has so much water that they'll flood out everything downstream. Well, so. they, you know, they that's what they they ended up having to do that mm-hmm. here because the water at LBJ and those places, right. just those constant level lakes, just they finally had to just, you know, let water into them and not let water out of them. Yeah. Uh, Texas Team Trail has a tournament coming up on Sam Rayburn, too. Another one I mentioned on the on the the vlog Uh, earlier this week and they too are considering it has not been official yet but they are considering uh having to move their tournament as well for the same reason so uh they're on sam raver so lots of changes in the tournament world if you think you had your tournament calendar set or wanted to fish a tournament you need to check the websites out you need to make sure that it doesn't matter what lake you're fishing you need to check it and make sure that everything's still going on and stay current with that stuff sign up for the bass champs text deal you know if you're looking at fishing bass champs just go ahead and sign up for the text deal you can stop it at any time but you'll get a text with any of the updates um plus weekly you get when they do have the events you get an update at five o'clock on saturday of who won what it took to win you know what it took to get paid and it's just kind of a cool little update text you get um they don't annoy you with a bunch of other stuff so you get crucial updates and you get who won and what it took to get a check i love i love that five o'clock on saturdays i mean it's almost like clockwork five five thirty bing and you go oh i forgot the north vision had a tournament today bass champs man it took 28 pounds or it took nine pounds or whatever God, you're such a bass nerd i am it's your, bad uh, your updates it's bad no but you know when you did when you did your vlog and and i i, I would love to see you do one every sunday night and post it on monday morning because there are so many there are so many guys it's not gonna happen that way yet okay i'm but not there yet i just think Twice there's, a month. there's so much out there that you bass nerds are just there's so much going on, and there's such a good, I mean, right now, it is happening. FLW uh, Tour has a uh, cool story up. A local Texas guy, James Niggemeyer, has been a guide on Lake Fork for years. Um, wrote a cool story I thought was really interesting. Maybe worth the read. Uh, just kind of a point of view from a guide. Um, get more out of guide trips is what it's titled. And for those that are looking at booking a guide, a uh, guide trip to learn about certain things or just want to catch fish, it's really a, you know, he's been guiding on Lake Fork. And he says, he, he kind of breaks it down in the idea that, look, a tournament comes to Lake Fork and it's a slot lake, right? So you have to catch one over 24 inches to be able to keep it or you know, or carry it in your live well or anything. And 24 inches is between 9 and 11 pounds usually. And it's really neat that he says, you know, I have, uh, you need to set your expectations correctly when you come to Lake Fork. Everybody comes to Lake Fork and expects to catch a 10-pounder. 
He said, we have tournaments here regularly. You'll have 150 boats, 300 anglers, all fishing, and there maybe is one or two weighed in per tournament out of 300 anglers. So you get a guide trip. Somebody comes in and wants to fish with you for one half day or one full day or whatever, and they expect to catch a 10-pounder. Well, really, the odds are like one in 150 days on the water trips, people that are going to catch a 10-plus pounder. So set your expectations correctly, you know. I mean, you've got 300 guys on the water fishing the tournament, fishing their tails off, trying to catch a 10-pounder, and you get one or two caught. So the expectations you need to set. That is a really good point. And so there's, it's just a neat article. It kind of breaks some of those things down. I still down. want to catch a 10-pounder well, on Lake course, Fork. <laughs> well, of course you do, right? But you don't set that expectation on the guide and and then feel like, you were let down if you don't catch one, you know, make the most out of the trip that you have. Uh, Bassmaster doing a uh, series right now. Their big thing is big bass, big stage, big tre- big dreams. That's their big nice. model right now. Very good. They've got video series going on. So uh, lots going on in the fishing world. Keep an eye out. Um, the big trails, they aren't going anywhere. They're just improving. It's just a, it's a, it's a growing year for all of them. So it'll be exciting to watch. Coming up next, outdoor news of the weird. Don't go anywhere. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, right here, 104.9 The Horn, and 24/7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. <clears throat> it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is not in the house. Uh, prayers are out with him. Um, archery country. Oh, man, my guys over at Archery Country just got back from the Archery Association trade show. Started telling me about some of the new stuff they've got, some of the new stuff in archery, some of the the cutting-edge stuff. And you're only going to get that. There's only one archery shop in Austin, and and it's the only place you're going to find out about the newest stuff. They have all the all the gear for hunters and non-hunters, just the shooters. They have all the best brands, Matthews, Elite, Hoyt. They have all the youth gear and shooting information for kids. Uh, they have all the targets. They have crossbows and everything you need to get into crossbow hunting. I hear that the millennials are getting into crossbows <laughs> instead of guns and, yeah. and traditional archery or the compound bow. i story on that, actually. They're getting into crossbows. Go see our buddies over at Archery Country. <clears throat> They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. They can help you with any part of archery you want information on. Go to Archery Country, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. 
Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, a 12-year-old boy survived 40 minutes buried under an avalanche in the French Alps on Wednesday. A a feat rescuers called a miracle. The boy was skiing on an off-site section of the slopes in La Plaine Ski Resort in Malcat-la-Plaine when he was swept away from his group. French police told the Associated Press. According to the officials, he was going down the slope ahead of seven other skiers and was caught when a large section of snow detached and roared down the mountain. The deluge of snow, ice, rocks carried the boy at least 110 yards, but it's unclear how deeply he was buried. The region of the Alps where the avalanche occurred had a massive snowfall earlier this month. After a late start to ski season, which kept many local resorts shuttered longer than expected, the boy was not wearing a jacket equipped with an avalanche detector, was eventually found by a rescue dog's trained to find human scent buried deep in the snow at an out he was at an altitude of 7800 feet um he was lucky he got found lee lucky he got found and it got me to thinking about a couple of different things yeah one is um so now when you're skiing some of that stuff uh like you're doing the back country skiing yeah uh they have a uh, a beaker beacon. Yes, uh, that you wear on your goes on your jacket. A GPS locator deal. Yeah, it's called. It's a a transceiver. There's a transceiver and a receiver, and so one of you, one of uh, your people, or somebody in the, I'm not exactly sure how it works because it wasn't real clear, and when I got this uh, story yesterday. I didn't have time to really spend a lot of time researching it, but there, the skiers wear the little uh, finders, right? And then there's somebody who carries, uh, and you can get them at REI. Yeah, and and I was thinking a hiker, or uh, I mean, there's so many uses for that thing because you can have the finder in a completely separate location. And use it to find wherever that beacon is, wherever that person is buried or wherever they're lost, it goes straight to them. It shows you where they are, which is not super new science, right? you know, but to get it down small enough where the regular person can have it yeah, and use it is kind of the interesting thing. They also have probes that uh, go down in the ground and they have like a speaker on them and, you know, things like that where they can feel and hear and and they're like a real thin fiberglass Do- rod oh. <laughs> yeah no you don't push when you feel you something uh <laughs> quit pushing. but i i just thought it was really interesting some of that lost and found technology um yeah. they're saying that but and it was interesting too because of course people have come up with some apps for their iphones right but the the some of the information I was reading, there were some reviews on the different 
products that are available for this. And one of them said, you can't use an iPhone. One is it doesn't have the same frequency. It's not a transceive receive. Oh, yeah. And you... In your hand is frozen in the snow. You're yeah. not the likelihood of you getting it out, being able to look at it, push the right buttons, unlock it, you know, get your whatever to get to kick off your. Yeah. You know, you might as well be just trying to call somebody. Right. Hey, I'm feet under. Wait, I just heard you go by. <laughs> Ride the lift back up. <clears throat> and then uh, and then it got me thinking about satellite phones. Yeah. And uh, like a satellite phone, I've had a couple of people. I know Alan McGraw when he went to the North Pole. Right. Um, and those guys I was with remembered that. Yeah. This weekend, those guys I was goose hunting remember that show we did with him calling in. That's cool. Um, but the um, I was thinking about satellite phones for when I do my mountain trips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times... You get into an area where there's no signal. Most places you're gonna you're gonna catch some signal somewhere from the satellite for sure, especially at altitude. Well, for sure at the satellite, but I mean, even in the mountains, you'll go through an area where you'll if you have your phone on, it'll just go beep 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 beep. Oh, you know, yeah. and you'll get 15 text messages come across. Right. So there's it's it's hard not to find a little satellite area somewhere, but I just thought satellite phone. That's kind of a cool deal. My, my buddy and I talked about it. Uh, oh yeah, in your previous elk shows. phone buddy. Yeah, elk hunting buddy. My, elk phone. Elk phone. My uh, buddy Robert. He had a satellite phone. He actually has a something on his cell phone that connects somehow, whatever. And uh, so he would send me. He said it was really. It's really hard to like text from, but you can text from it. And so every now and then I'd get a text. And it would be like really short, you know, and uh, and the cool thing about it was I could click on this link that it gave me every time he would text me. It'd give me like his GPS location and I could click on it and send me over to Google satellite maps, Google Maps. And uh, I, and it would be in the satellite version so I could zoom in and be like, oh, you're sitting on that water tank this evening. You know, I could see the little water tank or whatever he was sitting on, and so I, you know, and I, and I was joking with him because then I could sc- scroll around on the map and say, well, there's a drain that funnels into another. If you just hike another three miles, you know, northwest, there's another tank and there's a funnel in that area. So anyway, the whole time I was giving him directions on where to hunt <laughs> while I'm like sitting on my couch. And he's out there living in a well, one-man tent on the side of a mountain. I know a lot of guys, um, and and one of the, I I started downloading some apps. All Trails is one of them that I downloaded. Uh, the next one I'm going to download is called Gut Hooks, and it's a trail for trails, finding trails and stuff like that, and uh, keeps you on trails, and so you know where different things are and where people who have hiked it have write, written notes. Yeah. So you can understand the trails and w- what's around you and stuff like that. So An technology good hooks, man. That, that doesn't make me think of hiking at all. It makes like me think it. Of, you need to set the hook sooner. You, <laughs> well, you maybe so. I don't good. know. You better look at it. 
Central Texas Honda dealers, if you're like me, you're eyeing the newest technology, the newest gadgets on the market, but one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. The 2019 Honda CRV is a triple threat featuring some of the best technology in the market, impressive fuel economy, tons of cargo space, and best of all, it's available with Honda Sensing. Honda Sensing. There are cameras and sensors all around your vehicle. That means you get a multi-angle view of your vehicle when you're backing up. Your car will automatically brake if it determines an unavoidable collision, and it will even adjust the wheel if you cross over into a different lane without signaling. Maybe that's why the CRV is the best-selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade. It's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyer Most Wanted Compact SUV. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, and one friendly employee will make sure you drive home in just the right one. So all of your Honda Envy at one of the Central Texas Honda dealers or online Central Texas Honda Dealer Doc Dealers Central Texas Honda Dealers dot com. Disclaimer. See dealer for details. Hey, coming up next is your game warden field notes and more. You only get it one place right here live in the bunkhouse Sunday morning 7 to 9 or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And I did give the signal. Yes, and I raised up my hands and joined with me the choir. Every woman, a child and man is saying to the Lord, praises me. It's time for dinner now, let's go. We got some beans and some good cornbread. Listen to what the preacher said. Now it's a I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Well, maybe so. But it can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr listening to the outdoors on. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I can change redneck, white trash, blue collar. Now Maxwell Supercenter. Get a fast start in 2019 with thousands in red tag discounts during the Start Something New sales event. And now Maxwell Supercenter. Quad cabs, crew cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties, they have it all with massive savings. Then they're the number one uh they're number one for Rams in Central Texas. Man, if you haven't seen the twenty nineteen Rams song. Mm. I haven't thought about trading mine in. It's not even two years old. I mean, you know, you get out there. You get out there, see that stuff. That twenty five hundred Ram, I gotta love it. I love it. Go check out the Rams. Or if you're looking for a Jeep, they got all of them. All the four doors. They get new four doors in every week. They have all of the bells and whistles, rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, rear cross path detection. Plus, you're guaranteed the best price because you're at the Nile Maxwell Super Center. Go see our buddies at Nile Maxwell Super Super Center. They're at 620 and 183, right across from Walmart, or online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Yeah. 
The guy found and tortured an armadillo and then posted a video on social media of the despicable act now faces serious time behind bars thanks to the investigative efforts of a pair of Texas game wardens. A few months ago, after learning of the incident, game wardens made a criminal made a criminal animal cruelty case by securing videos and other evidence, statements, and an arrest warrant was landed. The young man uh, landed the young man in jail. The defendant's plea deal on two separate charges, including burglary of habitation and animal cruelty case, resulted in a six-year sentence on both charges to be served concurrently in state prison holy cow dude what did he do to that armadillo stuff you can't talk about Uh, apparently i mean i was thinking like how many times we chased them trying to grab them by their tail oh it was not that okay no and and that's all just that's boy fun Man, that's prison time. I, 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 Daddy, I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch an armadillo by the tail. You know that uh, that buddy of ours at the KLZ Ranch, the KLZ Mobley Ranch, Mr. Mobley, uh, he has one rule on his ranch because uh, armadillos will tear up a yard. They'll tear up fences. They put holes under fences. And, I mean, they're, they can be a huge problem uh, for a landowner. But he has a deal where he says uh, all all uh, armadillos are off the list for hunting, trapping, or any of that kind of stuff. They live. They live. Well, it is a Texas, Texas thing. So I like that though. Yeah, you know armadillo. they do cause some destruction. They'll put a hole underneath the fence. Yeah, and then all of a sudden your coyotes are coming in and they're killing your fawns and they cause a problem. We, you know, Been there, I, done that. I own a landscape company and there's times West Austin or the hill country or whatever. I'll look at somebody's yard and they'll say, oh, why am I getting these holes? These yep. are holes everywhere in they my do yard. It in our yard, you yeah. know, South Austin, I yep. mean, all over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, well, that looks like armadillo hole to me. They're like, armadillo. I've never seen an armadillo here. Well, and they come out at out night. A, put out a game shooting? cam, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you'll get pictures of armadillo. We uh, we've had in South Austin uh, at our La Casa, we've had porcupines, yeah, big old porcupines, yeah. And I'm not talking years ago. I mean, they'll wander through the neighborhood, yeah. Uh, skunks, yeah, skunks oh, for sure, the worst. Uh, plenty of armadillos, plenty of possum. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what. Raccoons. Raccoons. A whole raccoon family. A whole family. In your attic. Living there. Yes. Thank Uh, God for fishing nets. (laughs) That was a story. That that was an adventure. Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, one of the things that um, our dogs do is when they see those things in the yard, they go nuts. Oh. Just absolutely nuts. Yeah. Now I could put up with all those creatures. Right. What I hate, what I hate, is a squirrel. <laughs> I can't stand squirrels. Well, you know, next uh, segment we're having Mullet Man on, and he just did a catch, clean, and cook with a squirrel. I saw that. Yeah. In the rain on yeah. the banks of the. Oh man, you watched the river. It. Your review. Yeah, I watched. I watched his. Uh, I watched his when he ate the soft shell turtle. Yeah. 
That was one of his most Come viewed on. videos. Hey. The dude the dude likes to eat what he kills. Well, that's what he should be. Yeah. My Bobcat. God. Have you seen the new uh so of course the boat industry, the boat motor industry is gonna go towards you call ecological choices, and now Mercury came out with that new five horsepower propane four stroke. Propane? Yes. No, I didn't see that. Is that not right. cool? Yeah. So they came out. Well, I, I can see yes. it. No, I can't see it necessarily for like a two fifty horsepower like you guys run. Right. But It'd be a little dangerous for a little five horsepower for the back of a John boat or something. Yeah. I mean, you're going to put a five gallon. Usually, a guy's putting a five gallon tank of of gasoline back there right you know why not a propane jug and a little five horsepower motor you just screw in your little coleman green propane man can you to could it. you could put like, <laughs> right I, I don't know maybe but i was thinking how cool it'd be <laughs> what if you had some adapters you could have like a, a stove and a, <laughs> a splitter a lantern of, all those things mcbride's gun central texas family owned and operated gun shop you know as we're kind of winding down deer season now you might want to take your guns over there and get any of those things that you notice needed a little touch up a little fix on them or maybe it's time to trade them in for that new gun so you can be ready for next deer season looking for a personal carry firearm they've got them mcbride's is the best the finest gun shop in central texas you can find them the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Up next, we'll have Mullet Man Eat Good. It's his slogan. We'll talk about uh, some of the adventures he's filming and uh, the content he's putting out. Plus, we've got your Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. You don't want to miss it. It's the number one. Outdoor radio show in all of Texas, which makes it the world, right here on 1049 The Horn and 247 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.